Welcome and thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Psychor Water Cooler, a casual conversation podcast dedicated to covering all things related to Psychor, including product updates, implementations, insights, getting the most out of your Psychor investment, and more. I'm your host, John Price, Global Psychor Practice Director and MVP at AmericanEagle.com. We're continuing our 2023 tour products in the composable ecosystem of Psychor with another key technology partner, Vercel. With Sitecore's move to composable architecture, headless, and hybrid deployments, the need to partner with key technology offerings such as Vercel has become even more crucial. Today, we're going to be discussing Vercel's offerings and place in Sitecore ecosystem. I'm very excited for today's episode as I am joined live in the studio by two crucial parts of Vercel's partner and alliances team, Glenn Saylor and Alex Hawley. Alex is actually a previous American Eagler who I've had the pleasure of working with on past Sitecore projects. Glenn, Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jonathan. Thanks, John. So, Glenn, let's kick things off with you. So, just tell us a little bit more about yourself and your role at Vercel. Yeah. So, um, maybe I'm the older guy in the room, but I've got about 27 years of experience, uh, about half in IT and half in partner management. So, within partner management, I've spent a lot of time in the CMS space or DXP space as well, since those kind of converged um, over the years. I've uh, been with Vercel for about a year and a half uh, managing the Sitecore relationship. So I'm in strategic alliances, but I also manage a lot of our key SI and agency partners as well. Thanks, Glenn. Alex, you know, I know your role is somewhat new to Vercel, but same question over to you. Tell us a little bit more about your role at Vercel. Sure. Yeah. So my role is a partner solutions engineer. So I work with all of our product partners as well as our solution partners in a more technical capacity. So that could be training them on Vercel, training them on Next.js, um, as well as kind of showing uh, teams, the best practices for implementing composable websites that are very performant on the web. Perfect. So for the non-technical listeners on the show, I'm sure most developers know Vercel, Next.js, React. But for the non-technical listeners, just to summarize for either one of you, what is Vercel? Sure, I'll take that one. So uh, Vercel really is, we call it a front-end cloud. And what that means is when you want to have a website that's hosted with performance in mind, good SEO, good conversion rate. There's a lot of things that you have to do to get that right, and they're all very complicated. Uh, if you had a team doing it from scratch, perhaps with an on-prem solution, it might take them um, you know, many, many sprints to even get one piece of that right. So to help provide value to our customers and to solution teams, what we've done is created one place for Cell, which is the front-end cloud that does all that very effectively for you so that your teams can spend more time thinking about the customer and less time thinking about just how to get the website working correctly. Yeah. And I think the only thing I would add to that, 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 that was a great representation of what we do. Right. Um, and if you look at Vercel as a whole, we've really split it up in kind of two product areas. Right. So Alex spoke a lot about that developer experience. Then you got the focus that we have on the end user experience. Right. So deploying that to the edge. So there's really that managed services edge piece of it, as well as that developer experience product that we have. Yeah. I'll also add that. Um, we're talking about the front end cloud right now, but oftentimes Vercel is brought up in the context of Next.js. And Next.js, this is getting into the technical weeds, which perhaps I'm not supposed to quite do here yet. But Next.js is a front end framework that's it's built on top of React. And just as at the infrastructure level, Vercel tries to provide all these tools for hosting your website uh, correctly and efficiently. Next.js is about providing you the framework to write code uh, so your developers spend more time, again, thinking about the customer, implementing uh, requirements and enhancements, rather than just worrying about how to set up their code. So Next.js, Vercel, Vercel is the creator and maintainer of Next.js. Um, our CEO created it, really is kind of like the catalyst for Vercel overall. 
Yeah, that's really cool. I learned a ton at the Next.js conference, by the way, the partner day and the actual one day Next.js conference learned a ton. I'm still kind of getting my my head around it. So very cool stuff. Um, but on that note, you know, we are fresh off your Next.js conference. It's hard to believe it's already a few weeks ago and we're almost at Thanksgiving. But, you know, going into 2024 from either one of you, you know, what are some of the most exciting announcements coming out of your conference that you're looking forward to next year? Yeah, I mean, for me, um, the thing that I'm really excited for is the Next.js team, uh, technically, I mean, we move at a, at a very rapid cadence in terms of uh, putting out enhancements and features. Last year at Next.js Conf, we had we had support for React server components, which, kind of, which is kind of a new concept uh, to many front-end developers in the React space. Uh, so this year, what was really exciting for me, particularly on the partnership side, where I do spend a lot of time enabling engineers, is the launch of... Uh, Next.js Learn, which is a place that developers can go to learn how to use the kind of the latest and greatest features of Next.js in the best way possible. So, you know, creating that foundation in the ecosystem as well as our partners in Next.js is just a very important piece to kind of get um, familiar with the ecosystem again with React as well as starting to become familiar with Vercel and the perks that it has uh, for website performance. No, it's good to see you guys putting some focus in on that because as technology has been changing and software companies have been changing. You know, sometimes learning and enablement is left behind. So it's good to see you guys are putting a lot of effort there. So it's great to see it, as, especially as fast as how the, uh, the technology is adapting. So Glenn, I'm going to switch it over to you here for a second. So you guys have had a partnership with Sitecore here for a little while. You know, tell us a little about the history of your partnership with Sitecore and kind of you know, where you guys fit in the Sitecore ecosystem right now. Yeah, we've been partnered with Sitecore for about a little over two years now, actually, and um, formerly partnered. You know, we worked with them before that, of course. But um it was a collaboration because they were coming to us um, with the new composable message, right? And the new composable outlook, right? So they needed something, a front end, you know, to, to help with that whole composable solution. Um, so it was kind of really just a good marriage. And the way I look at it is we meet at the edge, right? So they're pushing content to the edge. We're bringing the front end to the edge. So, and when we say edge, it's also serverless compute, you know, just everything to make uh, your site performing fast, right? I believe they had the same you know, strategy in place that, that we did. So it was a good marriage there. Um, so again, two years of partnership with them. We've been finally ingrained and finally tuned with them working from, you know, not only sales and marketing, but we're very closely tied to the product level with them. Um, I think the, the closest that we're tied with them right now from a product level, we do have a couple of integrations. You know, we've got the easy deploy button built with an XM cloud. Uh, we work with their order cloud team on a lot of templates awesome. and different things. And, I think the, the closest collaboration that we have though is with that Next.js, uh, JSS team within Sitecore, right? So we work with them to make sure we're up on the latest and greatest version of Next, you know, they're on the greatest release of Next.js. Um, and all together with that, you know, we're two years into it and we're about 75 uh, customers globally now that we've got together. That's awesome. Yeah. Anything, not to put you on the spot, but anything you can maybe share that may be coming out with you guys and Sitecore, say over the next six months of some of that close collaboration, anything you might be able to share? Yeah, I just mentioned that we work close with the uh, Sitecore JSS team, um, you know, and more in particular, keeping them on the latest and greatest version of Next.js. But part of that, too, is um, with Next.js, uh, even if you get on the latest and greatest edition, there's pages and there's the app router functionality. So we're actually excited that in the next sprint that we're actually working with Sitecore, and they're going to bring that app router functionality to uh, Sitecore development as well. Awesome. So you mentioned, you know, kind of where, where your place is, you know, helping host, you know, the headless front end apps, performance, a lot of things like that, you know, without naming them, you know, you guys do have a few competitors in the marketplace, you know, or perceived competitors, you know, what are some of your competitive advantages or differentiators against, you know, some of those other competitors in the ecosystem? There's a few, I think really 
the biggest one that comes to, to mind for me in the context of Sitecore is, is Next.js. So we were just talking mm -hmm. about our, our collaboration with uh, the Sitecore GSS team. And with that has come Sitecore supporting all Sitecore functionality with the Next.js for JSS um, SDK that they provide. And that's great for both parties. And for us, you know, we are the creators, maintainers of Next.js. So we're able to lend them kind of that expertise. Uh, but then also kind of taking that a step further, um, Sitecore doesn't just have a Next.js integration. They have a React JSS, they have a Vue JSS. Um, and that is, I think, where we start to see that Vercel overall has um, just a ton of expertise. And we know the, the JavaScript and front end intimately. So we're able to lend them and our customers expertise, not just in the scope of Next.js, but in Next.js and JavaScript and React. Uh, we have core contributors to the React team as part of Vercel. So that's that's certainly one of our, our biggest, um, I'd, I'd say, kind of like features to the Sitecore ecosystem. Glenn, I'm not sure if you Yeah, and I think there. to add on to that, and I'm glad you brought up, you know, the, the React um, kind of resources that we brought on board, right? So we've really invested um, from, from a, a human resource perspective, right? Bringing in some of the top minds, not only from React, but from like Meta and Google. Awesome. So if you look at our CTO, our VP of engineering, um, they led teams such as Google Search, you know, for 11 years, right? So we're bringing in some pretty high-powered people to really help with that outlook, that strategy, the development to uh, not only make the developer experience that I talked about, you know, top-notch, but then also making sure that when you do deploy and you're hosting, you know, on our infrastructure that it's performant. Awesome. Yeah, I, I think kind of like branching off this just a little bit. I think also, as Glenn mentioned, like we have a ton of joint customers with, with Sitecore. You know, at least for me on the solution side, what's been really great to see over, so I've been with Vercel for just about a year now. Uh, what's been awesome to see in just a year is just how mature um, we've, we've gotten with Sitecore in terms of our support, um, connecting with their, with their solution teams uh, to understand kind of the issues that they're running into. So outside of just kind of like the obvious, like we, we built Next.js, I think there's a lot of collaboration there that we've, that we've built up. And, um, you know, I really like working with the team. I hope Sitecore <laughs> enjo enjoys working with us. Um, and I think it's benefiting our, our customers. Yeah, we have some really good case studies with you guys as well. Some really nice recent launches that we'll be definitely uh, touting here soon. And Alex, kind of dive a little bit deeper. I mean, you know, talking to our devs, like they love Vercel. Can you dive a little bit more into some of the deployment options you guys have or maybe some of the advantages you guys have there that the other solutions do not? I'd say kind of like, I'll give you an overview generally of how I see kind of like deployment and hosting being kind of different on Vercel. And then you know, I have a, a very kind of discrete example. So overall, if you if you look at Vercel, and this has been in our messaging for quite a, quite a while now, is we have uh, dynamic at the speed of static, um, which is really kind of our bread and butter, and it's and it's really in our DNA. Uh, we're we're very passionate, you know, in, internally and with our customers, obsessed about performance, and without necessarily compromising on that dynamic experience or that personalized experience. So as that relates to Sitecore and kind of this ask overall, like we have. We have um, an edge runtime, we have edge middleware, we have now with AppRouter the ability to kind of cache and add dynamic behavior on a component by component basis. Um, and this all kind of underscores that, um, you know, dynamic while being performant is kind of like a first class citizen um, on Vercel, which I think is a big differentiator on top of the ones that we were just talking about. Um, and on top of that, um, you know, we've been adding additional enterprise features that I think we, we have found is absolutely necessary for enterprise Sitecore customers or, or just enterprise in general. So a good example of that is our secure compute product. So if you want to lock down your backend APIs to a set of IPs, um, you don't want to have those publicly accessible. That's something that you can 
toggle on on Vercel without any sort of additional configuration, and you get that for free with your with your Vercel deployments. Nice. No, that's great. I know we've been talking about a few specific examples without naming customers, but I'm going to ask both of you the same question here. So can you share an example of where Vercel has given a Cycle customer great value or just even just your favorite customer case study for each one of you? I can give you both, I guess. So um, I know uh, we've got a couple of customers that we've done together. One that uh, maybe we can't necessarily name uh, in the healthcare space that has done, rolled out 300 plus websites, you know, and not, not only perform it, but very fast, right? And, and and we've seen, I've seen multiple case studies like that, right? So, which which is amazing, you know, and a lot of them will actually start with, um, and I think it's a, 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 not just a Vercel thing, it's a Vercel plus Sitecore composable thing, right? So they're new to it. They might roll out like their careers page, something simple. They might roll out just another smaller .com they have. And then they see, you know, a lot of those analytics and the insights and stuff and everything, um, and they quickly are like, we've got to migrate, you know, across the board, right? So there's a migration plan to get 300 plus websites in it or whatever. And I know we also have NFPA that we've done together, which is great. We've got a, a lot of case studies, non-Sitecore related that are pretty interesting as well, right? Sure. And I think one of my favorite ones that I like to bring up is Sonos. So you can see that on our site. But um, I like to bring that up too now in the time of Black Friday because yep. they specifically call out that we help them get ready for Black Friday, right? And um, Alex might be able to talk to this a little bit more, but that's also another case study where it wasn't, it was a migration, but it wasn't a migration of sites. It was a migration of users. So they were actually able to go like 25% to the new site, 50% to the new site, and really kind of test that out, you know, as they progress yeah. through. So. Yeah, I mean, incremental adoption, uh, what we're talking about here, we see um, generally good success with our customers. Um, and also that it de-risks kind of like the, the inevitable, perhaps big lift and shift that happens during during a production launch. Um, so we see that with, with Sonos and, and, and Glenn's example here where, you know, they slowly migrated their customers over while doing testing, ensuring that everything scales appropriately. I know we were just talking before the podcast aired about uh, NFPA, which just launched. So still waiting on <laughs> still waiting on some critical KPIs there, although I'm confident that we'll probably start to see some good uh, performance metrics coming back to them, whether it's their core web vitals or conversion rate. For me personally, um, another case study that I like, we just had Next.js Conf, which is a good conference for us to talk more specifically kind of about the, the technical implementation details on, on these sites with Next.js. Uh, and we had a partner that was on stage um, talking about how they had a customer of theirs that they launched and they saw a 200% uh, revenue increase after jumping to Next.js and Vercel. Uh, and involved with that was a 75% um, performance improvement. So these are the sort of stories that, uh, again, we want to keep tabs on, be aware of them because um, it's not perhaps immediately obvious on launch, uh, but we're seeing a lot of customers having good uh, traction uh, with having that performance and that conversion lift. Awesome. John, if I could say one more thing, it's kind of related to these case studies, but it's also related to a question you asked earlier. There's uh, one thing that I know I'm excited about and I keep asking Alex about is a new tool or a new functionality that we're offering called Vercel Spaces, right? Hmm. And I think you might have um, seen that yep. at, ne at the next JSConf. I'm excited about that because I think even in the Sitecore ecosystem where a lot of the development may be done over in pages, you know, um, within Sitecore, there's still this functionality that we're bringing to Vercel that they can go into the front end around, um, you know, code reviews and conformance checks and certain things like that. I think they're going to benefit not just that Next.js community, but that Next.js plus uh, Sitecore community as well. For sure. Yeah, there's some other really cool things that I saw at the Next.js conference, you know, things around governance, permissioning, especially for larger enterprise teams. That's definitely going to be a game changer. We have a lot of enterprise clients that have maybe separate projects, separate teams. So 
a lot of the stuff that you guys are rolling out in that arena is like very exciting, especially for the enterprise. Yeah. And going back to you know Alex and and you Glenn is you know the shameless a shameless plug for us is we just recorded an episode I think on that healthcare case study for 300 sites and also have Sitecore search on them too not just XM Cloud and uh, the core web vitals are, imp- are incredibly impressive near 100 as far as page speed insight scores time the first bytes under I think 100 milliseconds so it's incredibly impressive especially when clients are coming from like scores in the 20s and 30s on .NET MVC what you know the technology you guys are bringing out is incredible uh, very impressive I'll say. So. Yeah, I, I'll say that, you know, having gone, we, we mentioned this at the beginning that I used to work with you, John, on Sitecore projects and kind of going to the front end over the last several years and working at Vercel, it's just been really cool to see the tooling that's developed around measuring these um, these these core web vitals. Like, for instance, if you have a monolith or on-prem solution, you, you might have kind of just separate tools around how you measure that. But what's nice with deploying on Vercel is with, with our Speed Insights product, um, you're actually potentially for free gathering analytics on these sites uh, where you can see over time just exactly how your, these core web vitals are doing. And then taking that a step further, that's gathering data from actual users on your site. So like yeah. if you have developers that are running their own test suites or, you know, like anyone could just open Chrome and run Google Lighthouse, th- that's not exactly like real. That's that's a simulated test. Um, but with Speed Insights on Vercel, we're collecting collecting all this data in real time. Uh, about your users, whether they're on an airplane or they're on a poor uh, connection or a, a poor uh, device in terms of their hardware, uh, it's all getting collected. So you have that insight, which is which is great. One thing I'll say, even selfishly observing some of these sites, like just browsing them, they're just so incredibly fast. You click, you get an instant response, and it's just amazing how quick you can browse through a web page. Now it's truly going to probably change the way the web is. You know, it's like no more waiting for servers to respond and things like that. It's truly incredible. So. We'll definitely be releasing more on some of those case studies we have with you guys. So Alex, got a final question for you. Since Sitecore experience, we've been in the Sitecore ecosystem for quite a while. What's your biggest piece of advice for implementing Sitecore with Vercel? We'll say XM Cloud specifically. Sure. Yeah. I, I'd say, you know, just a little bit of context about myself. I I came from the backend space first. So like over 10 years ago, I was doing backend development. Um, and it really took me over 10 years to fully do the rotation of front end where, you know, I'm, I'm really comfortable in the front end now. And something that, you know, I, I can empathize with with the community in Sitecore is that it can be kind of overwhelming to look at the front end, having spent perhaps years and years in the back end being certified in Sitecore. Um, so I'd say like my, my piece of advice for for moving to XM Cloud or you're moving to a composable solution is to really just, you know, take it step by step iterative steps. Um, we were talking about iterative um, deployment strategy earlier, but that can also just be an iterative development process for, for learning. And um, I think Sitecore understands that the community is making this large shift. Um, I've certainly seen it happen in person. So we're, we're putting out more documentation. Um, and it's just to you know find just small incremental ways to learn React, learn Next.js, learn the best practices. Um, we're here today also about to do a user group where I know we're going to talk about different rendering methodologies. So just like I kind of mentioned that we have this new learn course, I think there's a lot of resources on Vercel. I know Sitecore is putting out a lot of resources and I just generally encourage everyone to, to take a peek um, and, don't, <laughs> and don't rush it. Just make sure you understand the fundamentals. Um, it's not exactly an easy transition, but it could be one that's not too bad if you just look at the right resources. Sure. That's great advice. Gentlemen, really appreciate you both coming in today. Excited to have you at the American Eagle offices. Uh, yeah, obviously, we're not done after this. Alex just mentioned we have the Chicago Sitecore user group. 
that American Eagle and Vercel are both co-sponsoring. And Alex is going to be tapped in again to present with one of our architects and MVPs, James Gregory, on a case study. So looking forward to that here in a few minutes. But again, gentlemen, thank you both for joining me at the water cooler today. Look forward to further collaborating with both you in the future. You know, we have a lot of future projects, obviously, at hand. And I uh, hope to have you back on the show again soon. Awesome. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks. Thanks again to Glenn Saylor and Alex Holly from Vercel for joining us today on the Cycor Water Cooler Podcast, a casual conversation between colleagues and peers centered around all things Cycor. I'm your host, John Price. Until the next time we meet at the Water Cooler, be sure to subscribe to the Cycor Water Cooler Podcast today, wherever you find your podcast. This episode is brought to you by AmericanEagle.com Studios, with special thanks to executive producers Renee Nelson, Julia Klepich, and Brian Winger. 